baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jordana Green, if your car got stolen today, what's your confidence level that uh, the person or people who stole it would be arrested and brought to justice? Um, it would be very low. Very low. Very low. I imagine they would eventually find the car. It's a hard thing to hide. And generally, people just take it for a joyride or mm-hmm. steal a couple of parts out of it. So I imagine it would end up somewhere. But the people that who who did it... My confidence would be very low. Very low. Yeah. I, I'm with you. In yeah. fact, up. I mean, I, I, I try to think of like, God forbid, if some crime were committed against me, violent crime, the faith I have right now that that person would be brought to justice is is low. And the numbers reflect that. And I don't think it's that shocking to me that 37% of violent crimes are actually cleared or solved. That's it? 37%? 37%. And that has dropped significantly uh, over the last, you know, five years. And when you say violent crimes, I mean, are we also talking about sexual violence? Oh, yeah. Any vi- oh, well, yeah. any violent crime. I'm not surprised crime. about that. Any yeah. violent crime. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, thankfully, like murders, a little over half of homicides or murders are solved. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people – and it leads to this overall feeling we have, whether you are a – huge supporter of police Mm -hmm. or if you uh, question a police now in the wake of Mm -hmm. uh, what's happened, I think it adds to your argument that a, I think if you support the police and feel like I'm one person, I feel like we need more cops. I don't think that's a stretch. I don't think even if Mm -hmm. you, I can sit here and say, you know, we, we can police better. We can come up with more equitable, equitable ways to police, Mm -hmm. but for God's sakes, let's just get enough bodies in there right now to right. kind of curb what's going on now. And I think that's reflective of these crime numbers. I, and it's not just cops who are in squad cars mm-hmm. or on the patrol, but it's investigators. It's people who work in lab. And this is something you're going to pick up on mm-hmm. because you did a whole series on mm-hmm. this. It's the people that do the lab work, yes. that test the rape, rape kits, kits. Mm-hmm. that test evidence. Mm-hmm. There's not enough of those people, too. So it should not come as any surprise that. The figures are such that we solve so few crimes in this country. And it's scary because if you know there's a good chance, I mean, it's one thing to steal a car, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that's a minor crime by any stretch of the imagination, but it's one thing to steal a car and say, you know, I'm probably not going to get caught for this, so what the hell, let's take a ride. But it's another thing. It's like, you know, I can can rob this guy and know that in this town there's just not enough people. And by the way, these numbers Mm -hmm. reflect it's not just your big Democratic-run cities. It's everywhere, everywhere. Crimes are not getting solved because the situation's the same in red states, too, mm-hmm. that they just don't have the people to do the work. That's frightening because I imagine if you commit a crime once and you get away with it, you become far more emboldened to commit another mm-hmm. crime again. And one would imagine they become more severe. Okay, so I'm gonna just going to take a, a car for a joyride. Now I'm going to 
maybe carjack somebody if they're in it because I can get away with it. Maybe, you know, steal their, you know, rob them while I'm doing it, steal an identity. I mean, I can imagine these get just, it's just a slippery slope, especially if you keep getting away with it. What's there to stop you? And you think you have immunity. Uh, It's scary for the general public, but not, not shocking at all. I didn't have a lot of like, for example, when I was a kid, my mom's car got stolen. It was some old Oldsmobile, mm-hmm. and it got stolen out of a parking lot. We went out of the parking lot, and she couldn't find the car. It was stolen. So a few weeks later, the police did call. You know, we reported it, and the police called her and said they found it somewhere, like, in a junkyard. It was completely stripped and um, it, obviously undrivable. They stripped it for parts. They never found who knows if they even tried to find yeah. who did that crime because it was and that, a common thing in New Jersey and it could have been – how would you even find leads for that? It, it was happening all the time. So who knows if they even attempted to find it? So again, it was just sort of like, all right, I guess I'll call the insurance company. That was it. There was no justice. I find it hard to believe that any of our listeners would have a high confidence level no. that their crime would – that again, God forbid, mm-hmm. uh, violent crime happens against you, that mm-hmm. wouldn't be solved. Mm-hmm. I think we can – but I think probably our listeners have very different reasons on why it would not be solved. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to hear from people. 651-461-9226. Or maybe you say, no, Adam, I have perfect – I have a high amount of faith yeah. that if a crime is committed against me, it will be solved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but My neighbors got broken into. Uh, some people smashed the back window and they broke in, rummaged through a bunch of stuff. And my, our neighbors have guns in the house. Uh, they didn't even take that. The, the police say that they were probably just looking for cash. Mm-hmm. You know, they rifled through drawers and then left. And they have a beautiful home with lovely things in it. They didn't take anything. They said it was probably just a bunch of teenagers. They never found the people. And who knows if they even put the resources right. because they don't have them. I'm right. not it's blaming not because the they're cops. Like, ah, the no. hell, we're not no. solving that. No, it's because they don't have the resources to do it. They don't have people to even follow up on that or dust for fingerprints. Or, uh, that's just not going to happen anymore. And unfortunately, that's how we live now. And, and the you sad know, thing, uh, you know, we have we've had Dewana Witt in here many times. Mm-hmm. We've had Brian O'Hara in here. Mm-hmm. We ask about it every time about recruiting and how – you know, mm-hmm. how's it going? How's it? And I think they're putting on their best face yes, saying, oh, are. yes, you know, we're, we're, we're trying really doing our try. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of success happening, though. Nope. I just don't. Nope. And maybe that's me. I, here's a great text about um, mm-hmm. we lack enough police investigators. We may not have formally defunded police, but we have informally done it. And we've informally defunded police by. And again, I'm not saying that the rec- the great reckoning that we had with George Floyd it, it, it didn't just appear out of nowhere. So don't you know? Don't say oh, mm-hmm. it's just you know. That, which is why I had a problem with uh, one of the big problems I had with watching the the fall of Minneapolis is like if you watch that in a vacuum, you think, well, the Minneapolis Police Department was a great organization of great cops, and suddenly everybody was out to get them. No. There, there were there were real problems, problems with that department, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the 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 pent up anger that we mm-hmm. saw, not suggesting that it was a long time coming that they burned a police precinct down. That was a little ridiculous. But what? Ha- but now you cannot help but look at like a, a, a be a police officer. I mean, who wants to get into that right. line of work? And that's I think this texter. 
that says, and I, I will That's, not put words in your mouth, but you said we've informally done it. Yeah. I, I don't know that we've informally done it because the pay, the salaries are there for people that want those jobs. They can go get, you know, they can go to the police academy, apply and, and hopefully get those jobs and they will be paid. You know, so it's not like we took money away from the police department. No one said we're not going to fund the police department. Well, if we had applicants, kind of, aren't they? Well, the city council, that's different. What I'm saying is if you apply to be a police officer right now and go through the training, there are jobs for you. There's over 300 open positions in the Minneapolis Police Department for police officers. Sheriff DeWanna Witt, when she was here two weeks ago, she said, we have open positions for like court officers. We will put you through the training and you could be in the court. It's a nine to five kind of gig. You know what I mean? You you don't have to be out on the street. There are jobs there. The people are just not applying for them. We can't find the people to fill them. So I don't know that anyone, I don't know that there's been this nefarious plot to informally defund the police. I think people just don't want those jobs. That's what I'm saying. But that, 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 and that's what I'm, that's what I am saying is informally deffunding police and that it's not because of an active effort to do it. Right. It's, it's more the of public the, not wanting to fallout. take those jobs. Right. Violent crime is no longer being taken taken seriously based on who and your cronies are voting for. Pretty obvious. Is this from a texter? 100% started in large liberal cities and has gotten legs from there. Who the heck would want to be a police officer or a teacher in today's environment when there's no accountability and everybody screams racism? Not just violence either. In California, stores are allowed to be openly looted with no arrests. In that case, it's not a lack of police. It's empowering criminals. Some of that I agree with, some of that I don't. In fact, because I just said it, this report that shows that crime uh, are not being solved, that's across the board. That's not just in large liberal cities. But and the, again, and that- remember, this was in 2017. I did the Deny Justice podcast mm-hmm. in conjunction with the Star Tribune reporting. Long before George Floyd. Long before George Floyd. And these were victims of sexual violence. These were victims of rape. And the same percentages applied even less like it was in the third, you know, lower thirties that rapes get solved, sexual violence that any and and even lower that people get prosecuted because oftentimes it's somebody that you know it's like a date rape situation. So we had these problems way before George Floyd, and yes, they said, oh, it's lack of prosecutors. Well, after that Star Tribune investigation, there were prosecutors then that were, you know, there was a sexual violence. Um, they're in the sexual violence unit, unit in the police department. They get a prosecutor. They get an advocate. We would have to check back today. But again, I imagine those organizations are still squished even more now with the lack of police officers on the street. So whatever advances were made because of that reporting, I don't have a, a lot of confidence that rapes no. are getting investigated, that rape kits are getting and processed. How sad is that? So sad. I mean, how sad is that? I mean, you, you want to talk about America being a great country and being great and being confident in where you live? If you have zero or low confidence that something happens against me, that people will be held accountable for it, I mean, how do you get through that? That's my know. question. 651 461 9226. Lots of texts come in. Let's take a break. We'd love a phone call on this too. What would give you confidence that, again, should something bad happen to you or your family, it would actually, the crime would actually get solved? 651 461 9226. Okay, so do you have hope that uh, if a crime is committed against you, it'd be solved? The numbers say uh, not a good chance. 37% of violent crimes in the United States uh, are solved. That means. 
my math is correct, what is that? That's uh, 63% are not solved. Yeah, and these are violent crimes. Violent crimes, and this is across the board. Yeah. This isn't just in Democratic liberal cities. It's across the board. That's a shocking So statistic. what's your confidence level? Uh, sure, is it, oh, I'm sorry. Andrea. 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 Sorry about that. And Albert Lee. Andrea, uh, thanks for calling in. Your confidence level, and when you hear these numbers, uh, what do you think about that? Well, I, I'm a crime victims advocate, and I see both sides because there is a spectrum of these kinds of crimes that are committed. And I do see that the once there has been a crime committed, that the police often solve it. If it's a big crime, mm-hmm. they take it very seriously. Oh, sure. But then they get called by people who said, somebody jiggled on my door, can send an officer. (laughs) So they have that kind of in-between thing, and they're having to deal with those situations on top of the crimes. And a lot of times they've gone on arrival situations that take a bigger, um, it's a bigger organizational task to investigate and find the people. But once they are in court, they they are dealt with. Just like when you had mentioned that they burned the police precinct down, most of those were white men from northern Minnesota and Mm -hmm. other places. And so they were not the citizens of Minneapolis who were protesting. And so there is a big mixed bag of whatever is going on out there. But so many people are mad about such dumb things. And I see those in the calls for service all the time that they didn't feel like they were attended to. So you hear a lot about complaints from very entitled people who don't want their neighbor's leaves on their yard. And then you have the police dealing with very serious crimes and sexual assaults, like you mentioned, Jordana. Um, They take those very seriously. We work with the police on those and try very hard to solve the crimes. But like you said, a lot of times that person is gone. They can't find them. Um, The investigation stalls. But I have just seen some cases that were solved that have been out there for three years. And now they figured it out, and now they're back on it. So I am very heartened by the police who take those things very seriously, and they work very hard and and those investigations. But then there are times when they have to back off because it's not something that's their priority, Priority. being short-staffed. Andrea, thanks for the the work you do as a victim advocate, and thank you so much for the call. And that's it. I mean... Thank you. If you've been the victim of a crime, or even like when you get your credit card hacked... I mean, it's happened to how many of us? Oh, my gosh. Where it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, somebody's charging your you know, card, mm-hmm. and I mean, that pisses you off. It's like... Yeah, but usually the feel, credit card companies make that right. Yeah, but what I'm saying, though, is like you feel, it's, you feel violated. And you're... I mean, the, and, and again, of course you want people brought to justice yeah. in that. Like, yeah. Like, I, it happened to me when I, my, I, my wallet, I lost my wallet at Target Field. Somebody must have picked it up. A second lost wallet? This is a first loss wallet. Okay. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did i'm bad okay i'm over two but th- this time the person used my cards and i woke up the next day and yeah you're right it was my credit card company that called me and said hey it was used at walmart five times and he used it at a gas station and i called the police and i and just to report it and she was a very nice officer i was talking to 
And I said, well, you know, don't you have, I mean, can't you line up video like at Walmart? Don't you have video everywhere? And you could see who at the same time you could see, okay, here's the time code on the video. There's the person using the card. And she's like, we don't have that kind of time. And yeah. And she was nice about it, but she's right. But it's again, if you're the, if you're that victim and I get it, you know, my credit cards being stolen aren't on the same level as a woman being raped right. or somebody being murdered right. or somebody being carjacked. But it doesn't make you feel any less violated and it's like it doesn't make you any less upset. And I and to me that the rates of that are increasing and the levels of people who feel that they're not getting that help. And we've got a few texters nailing it to it. It depends who you are. If you really? sit here and tell me, if oh, it depends who you are, if if your if attention is drawn to you, and if there aren't certain groups of people that probably don't get the uh, the priority or don't get the attention that others do, I fully I agree with that too. I guess I just remember when I was working with the Star Tribune on these rape cases, there were young women, young white women at the U, that had to literally call the police station daily and then weekly. And then monthly and then yearly because their case wasn't getting the attention. Uh, they weren't could you, following up. I can't imagine up. if that was my daughter. And leads were and coming in and that. they weren't following up. And I, I appreciate what Andrea says, that they take it very seriously. And I and look, this was in 2017. The police department was a different place mm-hmm. then. It's it's a little different now yep. and maybe better now where sexual violence is Take it Better, more seriously. But, uh, with a fraction of the people that they had but, before. And that's it. So they have a different problem. Like, you know, I hear what Andrea's saying that they want to, maybe they didn't care or they cared about it less then. They care about it more now, but there just aren't the people. I just, I've heard too many stories of victims of sexual violence say that, you know, nobody in law enforcement had their back. And even in the prosecutor's office, oh, there wasn't enough evidence. Basically, there wasn't a videotape of them getting raped with the person's, uh, you know, with the guy's face in there. So it wasn't enough to bring to trial. You know, it's not just the investigation. It's also the prosecution of it. So you you say getting solved or having some kind of fr- come, it come to fruition. It's just I have very little hope that that's going to happen. So in, in all that work you did for that, if you – and you just laid it out pretty well about if you pointed, if you had to have one finger to point, mm-hmm. who would it be at for that failure? Would it be the police? Would it be the the investigation? It depends on the case. Part I think or it, prosecutors? It depended on the case. Oftentimes, you know, cops would approach these women and say, well, what were you wearing that night? And, oh, are you sure that maybe you just didn't have sex with him and now, now you regret it because it was like a they met on Tinder? Or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So sometimes the cops didn't believe it was, you know, before me too. And it was the the cops sort of downplayed or like uh, one cop even said to a woman, well, if you had just gone to church and met a nice guy, this wouldn't have happened. Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, right. Because it was a guy she went on a date with. You know, it was a first date. We all have had a first date. Yeah. Somebody you don't know. You do go somewhere uh, with a, a, on a first date. So um, that that does happen. But oftentimes when cops did investigate the prosecutors and I spoke with Ramsey County attorney John Choi prosecutor John Choi about this a lot he said the laws are not set up to protect these victims you need such a preponderance of evidence and I said well that sounds like a cop out John he says well you, now because I said I came to you for accountability because you're the prosecutor and he said well you have to go to the lawmakers and get the laws changed and you have to sort of lower the threshold for uh, 
date rape or rape or, you know, that kind of thing. So and but also, Adam, there were so many rape kits that did not go right. checked. <laughs> so it was a culmination when it comes to sexual violence. And this is different than carjacking, obviously. But there was a culmination. It depended on the case. But the the three of those things working together, the lack of investigation, the police not believing the, the women or downplaying yep. it, and uh, the lack of laws set up to protect women against sexual violence, it was a trifecta of things working yeah. against them. Uh, we'll take a break. 11.31, thank you for your input on that. Let's lighten it up for the final half yeah, hour. We've got to do a random review, too, by the way. It is Tuesdays. We'll uh, pick out... Uh, a true, ra- <laughs> it'll be a true random review today to find out what we'll be watching tonight. You can wa- watch along with us. That's coming up next on CCO. Is this Dolly? Yeah, sure is. Somebody texted the other day like Dolly Parton nails on a chalkboard. Ooh, oh, no, that's like sacrilegious <gasps> to say such a thing. You cannot defame Dolly. Dolly. That not on way. this. Not on my oh. watch. And I don't think ever. Like, not only is she. Uh, a huge talent, yeah. but a philanthropist, She's a, a saint, yes, She's a, saint. a kind person who has lived her life in a upstanding way. She's a. She's fantastic. You cannot say bad things about Dolly yeah. Parton. There's plenty of people to complain about, but not not Dolly. Uh, our holiday showdown today. Revisiting that, mm-hmm. you can go to uh, the Twitter machine, the X machine, and uh, vote while you still have time. We boiled it down to this. Usually at this time of year, you've got office parties, you might have a potluck, or you've got a secret Santa in the office. And I'm not a fan of the secret Santa. I just, I'm not. I, I get it. I know it's a character team building effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I love my coworkers. I just don't want to be a secret no, Santa. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, to s- certain exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you just want to buy something at, you know, the dollar spot at Target and make that your white elf. Why do we have so many dollar stores, by the way? Mm-hmm. You got Dollar General, the dollar store, and they're all like right in the same block. What's up with that? With dollar you ever notice that? Yeah. I saw like I mean, three a, right in a row one time. But now, you know, it's not just a dollar. Yeah, They'll no. sell things for of $5 course. in there. Well, they're hugely uh, successful and popular yes. right now across yes. the country. There's like more dollar stores than McDonald's, I think, in America yes. right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so do you do this? Which would you rather participate in a secret Santa or a white elephant? And the white elephant is gag gifts, yeah. oftentimes you exchanging gag gifts. Mm-hmm. So you can trade and uh, bu- online here are the online vote. It's not close. 68% say white elephant. 32% say secret Santa. I like the secret Santa because you, you got to think about the person. It helps you get to know your coworkers. How about just talking to your coworkers and getting to know them? Is well, that like too if, if I get like we're doing Secret Santa, and if I was assigned, I'm not telling you who I have, but if I was assigned somebody in sales that maybe I didn't know that well, you know, I would. It's not like we have the opportunity to go like hang out on the sales floor a lot. So I don't know. It would be a good way to get to know somebody. Dave, you're can, gonna say something? Can I? Oh, oh no, go ahead. Well, I think we have a terminology issue because when you say white elephant, white elephant, ref- that means. Gag gift, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But oh, that's you're true. also adding into it, most white elephants also have like the gift exchange game where right. you're rolling dice or however, and then there's some stealing component, whatever, mm-hmm. which you can also just do with the gift. You can, you can buy good gifts and then do mm-hmm. the game afterwards. And that's, that's not one of our poll things, but I think I might vote for that because I don't really want – like you were talking about the – you know, the weird statue giving the finger or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's funny, but, like, 
what am I going to do with that? Right. Nothing. But if everyone buys something nice, you know, there's a bottle of wine, a gift card or whatever, and then we play a game, we have fun, you laugh together, and then you all go home with something. Yeah, but then you get mad lose. you didn't get what you really wanted. Well, that's and part that's of the fun. No, it's, it's not. For. It's not the fun. Um, Terrible. Can I just go back for a minute? Because during the yeah. break, and I'm not sure if you want to talk about this on the air, I'm just going to surprise you. Were you talking about some crazy dreams that you had? Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that now? Or well, I was going to do, I, I was going to like save it maybe for tomorrow. So oh. I've had, I mean, insanely crazy dreams. Like, really? and I've, I've, Are you on drugs? Of course. <laughs> Aren't we all? No, I meant illegal ones. Yes and yes. <laughs> but I am a person and I love this about myself. <laughs> oh, if he does say so that's himself. It's a new, it's a new social, oh, it's, show it's segment. Not, it's yeah. what Adam likes about that himself. Let me pat myself <laughs> on my back here. Tell no, us it's more. Not, the, the, it's that I ha- I can vividly remember dreams. Oh, okay. And like you know, a lot of people have dreams. Like I don't like you remember it obviously right when you wake mm-hmm. up, but the, by the time you rise in the morning, mm-hmm. you totally forget them. Mm-hmm. I remember my dreams. In fact, I have a lot of dreams where I go back to the same location even though i don't know what that location is it's like oh really and i've like i know my way around based on previous dreams stop it. yeah and and i've had very mundane dreams i had a dream one time where i was like a a paralegal and it was there was nothing like exciting about the case i was just working in an office and i had to file some reports and that's weird and that was it very mundane but then lately i've been having some bizarre I mean, bizarre dreams. Well, or do you want to share? We got some time. Okay. Uh, the the latest one I had that I remembered, I became the Hennepin County Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't oh, laugh. Sheriff, it's possible. Sheriff Witt is going to be happy to hear this. Well, one. she was involved in the dream too. She, oh. I was taking over for Sheriff Witt. Okay. It wasn't like I don't. She was very. But so I went into the office, my new office, and there was my uniform that I had to put on, and it was all white. It was white pants and a white shirt, and I remember thinking, I don't want to wear a white uniform. So Captain I went to Stubing. Yes, I went to Sheriff Witt and I said, "Hey, my uniform's white. You're like you didn't wear a white uniform. Why do I have to wear a white uniform?" And then she told me, she's like, "Well, I'll get you different color clothing." I'm like, "Great." So then I put on the uniform, and then I realize, and I'm a, I have to go out to the scene, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you're the sheriff." And I realize, well, I've had no law enforcement training, so I don't know what I'm doing here. And I had to go out to this scene. I don't really remember what it was. But suddenly I'm there with the full sheriff's uniform on, and I'm wondering, how did I get here? Why am I doing this? So that wow. was a bizarre dream. Okay, but you obviously know what that means. I have no idea what it means. That I am no dream interpreter, but that seems pretty obvious, that you're feeling unprepared for something in your life. I guess so. And that I don't want to wear a white uniform. Well, that's true, too. That's true, too. I can't believe how much you remember of your dreams. Oh, I don't. Vividly. I don't. Well, since I, I've been sick, I take pills at night, so I don't remember dreams. But last night, I remembered a dream. I woke up thinking about it, and then I yelled at Mark because he did something in the dream that really made me mad. And you were upset with him. That's would, happened before well, where people get upset with right. somebody over something they did in their dream. Right. I, I wasn't I, – but I asked him if it were true. Like this is this is the most insane thing. I'll tell you briefly and maybe you can analyze mine now that I've just analyzed your unpreparedness level. Mark and I were at a party and he was wearing like a tuxedo. He was wearing a fancy suit and we're – I don't know. I was separate from him and whatever. I was walking around somewhere and he was walking around somewhere and there were very tight like hallways. It was a huge house. And then someone came up to me and said something about Mark's suit and I was like – 
well, what about it? And they're like, do you know that he paid a million dollars for that suit? Oh, and didn't tell you. And I go, what? Finance the whole thing. They're like, wow, that's amazing that they even make a million dollar suit and that Mark would actually pay a million dollars for that suit. Now, friends, little sidebar here. Uh, I don't have a million dollars. Mark does not have a million dollars. Together, we do not have a million dollars. We do not own a million dollar suit. So I was so mad. And then I went to find him at the party and I confronted him. I'm like, why in the world would you pay a million dollars? You know we don't have a million dollars for that suit. And he was trying to justify it and we were going back and forth in the dream. So I woke up and I said, you didn't buy an expensive suit recently, did you? And he's like, no. It was just you know stupidity. But what it, what the heck does that mean? A million dollar suit? That doesn't even. Well, that, I don't imagine that exists. Oh, I'm sure there's a million dollar suit out there you can get. That's insanity. It is insanity, but somebody wants to buy it just so they have a million dollar suit. I, I don't know. It was crazy. And I said, "Did you spend any money recently that I don't know about?" And he's like, "No." Did you look through the credit card know, right? uh, and receipts <laughs> to make sure. <laughs> It was crazy. And I remembered it so vividly. Like I can see the house. I can see the tight hallways. There were secret passages in the house. It was just so weird. And I usually never remember my dreams. Texter saying just before he rolled his cruiser, Adam said, hold my badge. Watch this. Yes. In reference to maybe a former Hennepin County Sheriff. I get lots of dreams. One of them, I was on the Chad Hartman show live in studio. That, my friend, oh. is not a dream. That is a nightmare. Um. The weirdest dreams I get is when I mix cough syrup, morphine, oxy, and Adderall and caffeine. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it, my friends. Yeah, that w- I will say that when I first started taking Ambien, I would sleepwalk and sleep eat. Oh, there's many, many stories of the Ambien sleepwalking. stuff happening going on. But now it's just – but I, I rarely remember my dreams. But I don't know. If anyone has a million-dollar suit, please do not sell it to my husband. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 